Hey everybody, today I'm coming to you from Colorado. I've been on a men's retreat in the mountains all week, and I got some good things to share about what I left on the mountain. Stay tuned. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is J. Dan Gum, and this is is background check you already know let's go you can check my background i'm a forgiving felon so tell them that i won't back down now you can bet i won't live in regret it's time to earn some respect you are tuning in to background check everyone welcome to background check podcast where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back it should pay you back and we're also brought to you by forgiving felons helping people with the past realize their future this episode is also brought to you by Clarity Roofing, the, um, honestly, I don't have the phone number in front of me, okay, but go to clarityroofingandsolar.com and you will get it. It'll also probably be in the show notes. I'll have in the show notes, uh, mainly because I'm filming or I'm recording, you know, in, in a mountain at an Airbnb and I don't have all my stuff with me except the microphone and recording, uh, the, uh, the Zoom recorder. So it's been a fun week. Um, this this show is also brought to you by Union Union Houston. It's a church in Houston, and they invited me to come hang out with them this week on the men's retreat. And so I just wanted to give them a shout out uh, to all you guys: Mark, Andre, woo, George, Jose, um, Juan, James. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be leaving people out. I know Jared. They're they're gonna get mad, but um. Anyway, we had a great time. So um, I don't have all my letters. I don't know who's written in this week. I don't have my letters from last week. So just shout out to everybody. Everybody. You know what? I, I don't think I've sung happy birthday to anybody this week yet or anybody this month. So we need to sing happy birthday to all you happy birthday people in October. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. You know who you are. Happy birthday to you. Uh, my daughter, Jessa, her birthday is the 25th. Woo woo. We have a guy in the house that has an October birthday. Uh, so we're happy. Paul Bashman. So happy birthday, Paul. And um, if you got a happy birthday, if you got an October birthday and you're in prison, all right, now you're in prison, get that honey bun, get that, get that candle. You know how to make a candle. I ain't got to tell you. All right. Uh, just don't get in trouble. And then celebrate y'all's birthday. All right. Well, listen, this week we have been, I've been in Colorado. I came up on Monday with the leaders, Pastor Rod, and we kind of talked about what the week was going to be like and planned out the schedule and, and, uh, it was pretty, pretty neat, pretty fun preparation day. And then Tuesday we went and picked up the rest of the guys from the airport. There were nine more guys. There were, there were 13 of us all week and it was amazing. And listen, if I have to clear my throat or cough or whatever, the air is so dry up here. It's crazy. It has dried my nose and my throat out. So if you, I'll try not to be too rude, but if you hear me clearing my throat, it's, that's, that's the reason. But, um, anyway, these guys have been amazing. Uh, if you are looking for a home church in Houston, Texas, you need to look up union Houston. All right. 
and they're also in the in the process of uh, getting a, a new place. So we're going to keep them in prayer about that. <clears throat> so I didn't really have a quiet place at this Airbnb, you know, because there's 13 of us. So I'm actually out in the car. It's a uh, a car we rented on Turo. So um, it's a Toyota Highlander. So this episode is also brought to you by Toyota Highlander. <laughs> so anyway. All right, back to the trip. Let's see. Uh, Tuesday, amazing. We went up to Pikes Peak. We didn't climb the mountain, but we drove, and we saw views from Pikes Peak. I'm going to put pictures, as, mu- as many pictures as I can on the show page. If um, So you got to go to the show page to see them. And then I'm going to uh, also social media. So follow us on Instagram, Forgiven Felons. Just search Forgiven Felons on Instagram, Facebook. Search J.D. and Gum on Facebook. We're... Um, we're on there and I'll have pictures and reels and stuff. We had a good time. Pikes Peak was a, the most beautiful view. And then we came and I think we had burgers that night. That was good. Pastor Rod cooked everybody burgers. That was incredible. And then the next day, um, we'll see that first night, Tuesday night, we, we're studying, we've studied the, the call and the promise that was given to Abraham. And I guess this week was entitled Dreams. And so it was all about the dreams and the visions that God, you know, imparted and downloaded into Abraham, the call. Um, you know, we get into his missteps with, uh, you know, his deceptive practices and patterns of, you know, calling Sarah his sister and uh, how God still blessed him even through his, even through his missteps you know, and uh, no matter where he was, whether he was living in the land like a foreigner, God was blessing him. And and then just everything along the way, you know, the Ishmael thing, the Isaac thing, the doubting God all along the way. You know, and have, have you ever been in a situation where you've doubted, you know what God has promised you. You're reading it in the Bible. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Those are promises of God. But sometimes we want to help the promise of God. Maybe he's promised you a child. Maybe he's promised you parole. Maybe he's promised you uh, a wife, a spouse, a kid, you know, and, and you know that he's, and those are personal promises where he, he, you know, he speaks into your life directly. You know, there's Bible promises and then there's promises that you feel like God has spoken directly to you. And, and those are, those are different. Um, but you know, the ones that you feel like God has spoken directly to you, whether, it's spoken through another person, a prophet, or or you see something special that you know it's a sign that God's speaking something to you. Those are personal promises, and man, those are amazing. Those are amazing, but sometimes when God gives us a call, a promise, we want to help, we want to help him out. We want to do our own thing. We want to help the promise along. Obviously, Ishmael, you know, the, the Abraham and Sarah conspiring to help the promise of God along through somebody who wasn't supposed to be the seed has, has still caused problems today. Today, the descendants of Ishmael and descendants of Isaac are still at war. Excuse me. So anyway, we just fleshed all this stuff out and, and, and related it to real life. You know, what, how do we, how do we help our promise of God along in our life? What, what are we what are we trying to hold on to you know that god is saying give it back to me 
And, and that part is about Isaac. You know, Abraham doubted. Abraham doubted so much that he and Sarah were going to have a child. Several times he had conversations with God about it. And I have conversations with God about things too. The resource center, I'm like, okay, God, is this thing going to happen? I feel like, you know, and even, even the ranch, the, the ranch was the, the, the original promise and dream while I was in prison. So I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen one day, but I'm still believing that God's going to make it happen. But, but Abraham doubted several times. Abraham was also afraid because when God came to him in that vision one time, he said, Abraham, don't be afraid. And we know he was afraid. He was afraid for his life whenever he would go into Egypt. That's why he would try to tell people that Sarah was his sister. He was afraid. He was afraid that the promise wasn't going to happen because somebody, him, him or Sarah was going to get killed. So he would, he, would, he would come up with this plan to try to help God's promise stay intact. And we do that all the time. We do that so much. You know, but he, what's interesting, he went from doubting Abraham, Abram, he went from being the doubter to when he finally had Isaac, 16 or so years have passed. Most scholars believe he was a teenager. And when God told him to go up to the mountain, a three-day journey, of course, if you know your story, you know your Bible, this is all a foreshadowing of God and and his son, Jesus. But when God told Abraham to take a three-day journey up to the mountain to sacrifice his only son, in in essence, he's saying, give me your dream back. Give me the the, the dream and the promise back, the one you doubted all along that that would never happen. Give that back to me. And it was interesting because I got to introduce these guys this week to the book called The Dream Giver. You know, that's the one where ordinary lives in the land of familiar. I don't have time to go into all that, but... At the, at the very end, when Ordinary sees the promised land and he sees the dream, he's excited about to walk into the dream that is for him. And then God whispers, now give me the dream back. And Ordinary has this, there's this tension between Ordinary and the dream giver. Like, you know, you ju- I just got it. It's not fair. Why do you want it back? And he argues with the dream giver. And he goes through this, this battle within himself about, do I please the dream giver? Or do I, do I walk in my dream that he gave me? You know, and we try to justify and rationalize all these things. But he finally wrote in his dream journal. He wrote the last thing he said. He said, I'm going to, I'm going to give, I'm giving it back to you because I, I trust you and I love you more than this dream. And that's the thing. Sometimes, sometimes God can give us a call or give us a dream and we can love that dream or that call more than God himself. And that's a dangerous place to be in. We don't want to be in that place. And that's why God says, okay, you used to doubt that it was even going to happen. Now can I trust you with it to do the right thing with it? So let me ask for it back and see how you act. You know, and sometimes I feel like, I feel like parenting, the dream of being the best father I can to my, even my older son, you know, that's hard because his mom doesn't want me in their life at all. You know, to her, I'm just a sperm donor. She, she doesn't recognize me as the father of, of her child, you know, and I want to be a good father to him. I've, I wasn't because I didn't want to, I didn't want him in my life because I didn't want her in my life back then. So the dream was to one day be a good father to him. And I've gotten to know him over the last four years since he's turned 18. 
And sometimes it doesn't go like I want it to go, and I have to give it back to God. I have to give it back to God. Because I, you know, I don't have a right to, to force my way into his life in certain areas because of, because of how it was back then. But I know I can give it back to God, that dream of being a father to him, the dream of being a good father to my daughters, to Jessa and Gemma. I struggle because I want to do it myself. I want to be. I want to be that father to Jess and Gemma. I want to do the right thing for me. It's a dream to be the perfect father. But God says, no, give that, give that dream to me. Because he called me to be a father. And that's my purpose for the girls. But I got to give it back to him. I can't love trying to be a good father more than I love God. The resource center, same thing. I can't love the pursuit of this dream center, the finally one day finding a place for this dream center. I can't love that more than I love God. I can't love the created more than the creator. I can't love the dream more than the dream giver. And so, you know, we may have an Ishmael that is lifetime consequences that that have come with it when we tried to help God's plan along. But we also may have an Isaac that we've been called to give back to God that we're holding on to. So what, what is your Ishmael? Or do you have an Ishmael? Do you have a, you know, and listen, Ishmael's come from familiarity. I mean, the plan for Ishmael didn't come from Hagar. Hagar didn't say, hey, I got an idea. Let me do this. No, it came from Sarah. And then Abraham agreed to it. And that's just comes from the doubt. The doubting, the doubting the promise of God in your life, you know? And so sometimes somebody may come up to you and go, Hey, why don't you do this? And it's happened to, it's happened to us with the the resource center, you know, Hey, why don't you put it in this city first? Why don't you do it over here first? Why don't you do it this way first? And the call of God, I think for this, I believe, I know for this resource center is to be in a certain area for certain things to happen, public transportation, zip codes with high recidivism rates. And I'm tempted. I really am because I'm tempted to to go into other areas because people want to build everywhere else other than this place. I want. I feel like the dream center or the resource center is supposed to go. Ooh, did I just slip up and say dream center? Are we supposed to do a full on dream center like Matt, uh, Matthew Barnett? Ooh, all right. Anyway, but what in life? What in what? What's your Ishmael? You may have already passed that that pot. That part of your life has may already passed, and now you got to focus on your Isaac. But can you give your Isaac back to God? So he went from doubting to when he was taking Isaac up to the mountain, he told the servants, stay here. We are going to go worship and we will be back. So now, 16 or so years after he used to doubt God, now he's, he's prophesying. He's prophesying to these servants, we will be back. We're going to go worship and we will be back. And then on the way up the mountain, which is him and Isaac, Isaac asks him, you know, hey, where's the, where's the sacrifice for the altar? Where's the, the, the animal for the sacrifice? And he prophesies again. He says, God will provide. God will provide. Even though he knows that God told him to go, to, to go kill his own son. He knows without a shadow of a doubt now. This is, shows the growth and maturity of Abraham. And I love it. And I want to be, I want to be, I want to be that, that way. I want to grow into that. I want to mature into that because I've, I've lived my life doubting that God, that I can write a book that I feel he's called me to. I'm doubting that I, we're going to have this resource center because it's too big. 
we're going to impact all these people, but I can't because I don't believe it because it's too big. So we went, we hiked a mountain on Wednesday and whew, it was a hard mountain. We were all people, people rolled ankles, people, people got hurt. Uh, it was, it was pretty rough. And, um, but you know, on the way up the mountain, we, before we made a, uh, our way up the mountain, Pastor Rod said, Hey, let's stay in packs. Okay. Let's have a middle, a front, a middle and a, and a, and a back, you know, and I was the middle, I got to stay in the middle and, uh, and I walked with somebody the whole way. And, uh, he, he, he later said that that helped him, that pushed him, that encouraged him. And the second day that dude killed it. He was amazing, you know? And then the second hike, which was yesterday, Thursday, we went on a tougher mountain. It was shorter, but it was more, whew, it was more straight up. It was a lot of switchbacks, but there was a lot of rocks, a lot of rocks. And to get to the top of that mountain, you had to, once you got almost to the top, then it was just all big boulders and you were just like scaling the boulders and it was crazy. And, uh, go to the show page, forgivenfelons.org slash background check and see the pictures. And the top of this mountain is very skinny, very skinny. It's like a lookout, but it's very skinny and it was very scary because it was windy. We got some pictures up there, but on that mountain, we, we left our Isaac. We left our Isaac. We left our dreams, our callings that God has called us to do that we've been holding on to and that we aren't willing to give it back to him. Cause either way, whether you keep the dream in, in the dream giver book, ordinary gave the dream back to the dream giver. And he wrote in his journal for the last time, you know, that was it. And he left it on the mountain. And then the next morning he came back down and at the foot of the mountain was his journal. Now he left it on the top foot of the, now it's on the foot of the mountain and there's one more entry and it's from the dream giver. And he said, ordinary, I'm giving your dream back to you because I know I can trust it with, trust you with it. And now you're going to impact more people. It's not about you. It's this, this, this bigger dream is about impacting everyone. And that's what our dreams are about, you know, but we want to make them all about us. And it's great because we can impact just us. It's great to just impact us. But when we have, when we let go of that dream and give it back to God, he allows it to, puts it on steroids, supercharges it, whatever you want to say. And it impacts more people all over, all over the world. And I just want to challenge you. Maybe you've had a uh, a season of your life with an Ishmael, but maybe now you're dealing with an Isaac. Maybe you're walking in your dream, but it's your dream still. And God's asking for you to give it back to him and not to worry about all the stuff. Just give it back to him so he can give it back to you in a bigger and better way. Hey, I want to lift Pastor Rod up and Union Union uh, Houston and all these guys that came with us on the trip. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for everybody um, that came on this trip, Lord. It was an eye-opening. It was a... It was a learning experience. It was tough. We all got hurt. We we were challenged. We were motivated. We pushed through. We got up that mountain. We came down that mountain. Lord, we encouraged each other. We want to say thank you, Lord. But thank you for the spiritual part as well. We grew spiritually this week, and we want to thank Pastor Rod and Union Houston, Lord. We want to lift them up. Lord, we know they are trying to get into this building 
and there's been roadblocks, obstacles, and we just we just say, Holy Spirit, have your way in this process. Have your way in this process. Move what needs to be moved, bring in what needs to be brought in, and pave the way, Lord, for this for this part of their journey. Lord, I lift up the guys that came on this trip. Lord, I, I got to hear every one of their stories this week. And I ask that you intervene as they give your calling, your dream for their life back to you. I pray that you supercharge their life with everything they need for this part of their journey. We love you, Lord. I pray, I pray for the listener right now. I pray for the listener inside prison, outside prison, wherever they're listening, Lord. I pray that they're probably, they're probably walking in their dream, but I, but let's back up and Lord, I pray for over anybody who's not even, doesn't even have a relationship with God or the dream giver. And Lord, I pray over them right now. Pray that, that you would put somebody in their path that would bring them to Jesus and salvation. And if they, if, if they need prayer from us, Lord, I ask that you allow our paths to cross, let them write in and say, I want to know the dream giver more. Lord, I pray for the listener. I pray that it, maybe they're in their Ishmael phase where they're they're planning to try to find a way to help God along with the promise. I pray that they stay focused, stay the course, and wait. Lord, I lift up everybody who's going through their Isaac phase. Maybe they're walking in their dream right now, but it's not working out like they thought it would. And I just pray that as you say, give me back the dream because it's it's become about you. I pray God as you as you ask for the dream back that they that they release it. They release it into your hands so that you can do with it way more than than they can. Thank you, Lord. We pray for a safe trip home. We pray for everybody back at Union Houston that these guys coming back would just supercharge the atmosphere, Lord. We lift up Pastor Andre who's going to be preaching on Sunday. Lord, we we ask you to refresh everybody that came on this trip, Lord. And Lord, I thank you for uh, for the men in, in prison who are paroling to the Houston area. That Lord, I pray that they get out and they go to Pastor Rod and Union Houston and, and get plugged in. And and uh, Lord, I just pray over everybody right now. If they're hurting in their body, we're hurting in our body this week, Lord. And I pray over everyone, everyone listening who has an ache in their body, a pain, an illness, sickness, be healed in Jesus' name. To the addict, Lord, we ask for we, we, we bind up the spirit of addiction and bondage and we lose liberty in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Hey guys, thank y'all for uh thank y'all for listening and spreading the word. It's been a great week up here in, in uh, Colorado, but I sure do miss my wife and kids. Jessamy, Gemma, Je, uh, Je, Gemma, Jessa. <laughs> There's so many J's that start with a uh J-E. So I love y'all. I've missed y'all. I'm coming home, baby girls. I'm coming home. Y'all have a great week, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.